Grant us to go deeper in your love, O Lord, that we might share it all the more with your world. Amen. Have you ever had an experience in which you saw or learned something that forever changed your experience of that thing? Well, for me, an example of this is the hymn, It Is Well With My Soul. To be honest, I used to think that it was sappy and naive. But then I learned the history of the hymn's text. The author, Horatio Spafford, wrote it after four of his daughters died when their ship sank crossing the ocean in 1873. He took the next ship over to Europe, and when they were a couple of days into the journey, the captain told them that they were over the spot where the other ship had sunk. According to one of his daughters, who was born after this tragedy, it was at that moment that he came up with those famous words, when sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot thou hast taught me to say, it is well with my soul. I used to hear that hymn and roll my eyes. Now it's a mixture of teary eyes and goosebumps. Because I saw the truth behind that hymn, it was transfigured. Transfiguration is the term that we use to describe what happened to Jesus on that mountaintop. He appears with Moses and Elijah and shone with the brightness of the sun. And those there to witness it saw not a miracle, but rather a revelation. They saw deeper into the reality of who Jesus is. This was not a transformation. Jesus did not change. Rather, he was transfigured. He was seen more clearly and more fully. Transfigurations happen when we see something as it really is, instead of having blinders on. Another transfiguring experience for a lot of people is attending a race equity workshop. Now, St. Luke's is well represented on the board for Racial Equity Rowan. Jim Green, Edward Norville, and I are all members of that leadership team. And our next workshop is Thursday, March 23rd, and Friday, March 24th at Hood Seminary. If you've never attended a workshop like this before, I highly encourage it because it really is a transfiguring experience when we are presented with a deeper truth about race and racism. It's sort of like seeing all the puzzle pieces finally come together and connect. And I'm sure you have all had those sorts of transfiguring experiences before, where you have encountered a truth that had been hidden from you. And of course, as Christians, we remember that Jesus is the truth. So anytime we encounter the truth, as difficult as it may be, as much as it might call into question, it is a holy experience. Because when we find the truth in any form, we encounter Jesus. The transfiguration of Jesus is a very important event in the Gospels because it is one of those places where we get a deeper view of who Jesus is. And that's one reason why when it came to adding icons of Christ to our worship space, the transfiguration back there was an easy choice. That icon is located between stained glass windows of Easter morning and the Ascension, both events that show the power and the majesty of Jesus. 
But it's also important to name the fact that the women in the Easter window, which goes by the title, the Holy Myrrh Bearers, is problematic. The women in that window are portrayed with stereotypical Jewish facial features. So having an icon to balance that, that clearly highlights and celebrates the Jewish foundations of our faith in Moses and Elijah was an important move for us as we pray to become a more beloved community. But that icon, along with the narrative in Matthew, really does help us to see Jesus more fully. For one, Jesus appears with Moses, who was God's chosen agent of salvation. It was Moses who led the people of Israel out of their bondage of slavery in Egypt and into the land of promise through the waters of the Red Sea. Well, in the same way, Jesus leads us out of the bondage of sin and death into the promise of eternal life through the water of baptism. Moses is the one that God gave the Torah and the laws to. And Jesus is the one who perfectly fulfills that law on behalf of us who cannot keep the law on our own. In the icon to the left there, our left, uh, we also see Elijah, a mighty prophet of God, who, is both, who both calls the people to return to God and also speaks of the hope of God for the redemption of all things. That hope is, of course, perfected in Jesus. Now, you might notice, and I know not everyone can see it, but feel free to turn around. It's okay. Um, but if you want to get a closer look later, go up to the, the icon later and check it out. You'll notice that Elijah is holding a loaf of bread. That's a detail that you won't find often. If you look for other icons of the transfiguration, they will mostly look like that. But you won't see bread in Elijah's hands. But that's because I asked the iconographer, Kelly Lattimore, to add that in. The reference comes from 1 Kings 17. There's a story about how Elijah is sent by God to a widow's house in a time of drought and famine. Elijah asks her for some bread when he arrives, but she says, I have no bread. I only have a handful of flour and a few drops of olive oil. She comments that she was planning to make a final meal with those ingredients for her and her son before they die of starvation. Elijah tells her, go, make that small loaf and bring it to me, and then you and your son can have whatever is left over. Well, this woman had tremendous faith because she did what was asked, and that jar of flour and jug of oil never ran out until the rains came and the drought was over. It's a story of abundant grace and the economy of God, and it shows us that deeper truth that no one becomes poor by giving. It reveals to us that God is the one who cares for us and ministers to us. And by placing a loaf of bread in Elijah's hands at the transfiguration, it reveals us to us that deepest truth, that Jesus is the bread of life. He is the daily bread that sustains us. And then in the icon and in the story, we have the disciples, of course, all portrayed in our icon as they might have looked, people from the Middle East, not Europe. And their expressions are that of fear, amazement, and wonder, which is why in the text from Matthew, Jesus has to tell them, get up and do not be afraid. And then there's a small detail in the icon to check out later, and that's the middle disciple. 
one of his sandals is flying off his feet. And this is why religious art is so powerful and important. It interprets and preaches the text just as a sermon does. Because when we encounter the transfiguring truth of Jesus, we're going to lose our footing. Not only do we take off our shoes because we are on holy ground, but we are thrown off kilter and have to reevaluate everything else in light of the truth of God, which we have now seen. And I wonder, given the mercy, peace, and love of Jesus, what might you need to reconsider about yourself or maybe your neighbor? Now, the central figure in the icon in the narrative that we heard in Matthew and in our faith is, of course, Jesus. In our icon, he is depicted in radiant brightness, but importantly, not whiteness. In our culture, we have come to associate white with purity and black with dirtiness. But because of the racial overtones of this, this is a way of thinking we need to get away from. And so instead of Jesus being painted in white robes, they are robes of silver leafing intended to emit light and radiance just as Christ is the light of the world and shines upon our path. C.S. Lewis once wrote, I believe in Christianity as I believe that the sun has risen, not only because I see it, but because by it, I see everything else. Well, that's what the transfigured Jesus does for us, allows us to see ourselves and our world more correctly. And this is why knowing Jesus is so important, because the more we see of Jesus, the more we see of ourselves, as Jesus is the perfection of humanity and the fulfillment of God's promises. In knowing Jesus, we come and see God's call to each of us. It is in knowing Jesus and seeing his mercy, his grace, his peace, his love, that we can begin to imagine the possibility of those things in our lives. Being drawn to the transfigured Jesus, we see the pattern and the hope of humanity. And so in a very real sense, knowing Jesus is what enables us to be the parents, neighbors, lovers, teachers, volunteers, and students that God calls us to be. If we do not know who Jesus is, neither can we truly know the depths of who we are. In the Episcopal Church, today is Global Mission Sunday, and at St. Luke's, it is Foundation Sunday, a day on which we celebrate the fact that God has a mission of making God's love known as fully as the waters cover the sea. And the tool that God is going to use to fulfill that mission is us, the church. Fifty years ago, the St. Luke's Foundation was established, and since then we have done our best to let the light of Christ shine through us into our community and world. In the next 50 years, that remains our earnest prayer and hope that we continue to be messengers and vehicles of God's glory to the world. We strive to be mirrors of the light. We don't produce the light ourselves, but rather we come and see this gracious, loving, and transfiguring light of Jesus 
and then we reflect that light into our community, our schools, our workplaces, our homes. But like any mirror, if we're going to be faithful to this work, sometimes we have to make some adjustments. Sometimes a mirror gets a little bit dirty and it needs to be cleaned up a bit. Sometimes mirrors get misaligned and they need to be reoriented back to the light. That's what the foundation has been working on over the past year, paying deeper attention to the call of Jesus and making sure that we are set up to let that light shine in us. I look forward to celebrating the foundation further at the luncheon that we will have today. The love of God is the grain of the universe. And when we catch a blessed glimpse of what is deepest and truest about our world and ourselves, we come and see this love. It is our prayer that God helps us to experience that love flowing among all things so that when people look at us, they also see the transfigured Christ shining at our foundation.